Good morning and welcome to the BSA Capital 5-Minute Morning Minor on uh, November Thursday the 23rd. Uh, I'm back again after a few travels up to the north of England. Um, probably just as well I wasn't around yesterday because that autumn statement was just so absolutely useless um, that I would have got very, very cross about it. Um, why is it that we've got a Chancellor who frankly has got the brain cells of a Mr Bean? Uh, anyway, move on. It's mining. Sorry. Paul, what do you got? To th- how are you this morning? Yes, it's mining and the sun is out. You got to feel good here. And the latest news last day or two, a couple of days, is uh, successful fundraisers around a whole bunch of companies. So yeah, actually, I've noticed that there have been fundraisers. So let's uh, wander through those. Probably the two that caught my eye were Neo Metals and Sigma Rock, uh, slightly different sizes as well. Um, but hey, off you go, Paul. Talk us through. Yeah, on uh, this one, Neometals uh, here, that's the dual-listed integrated battery materials outfit uh, domiciled in Australia, but also listed here. Uh, they had a successful Australian $9 million uh, raise at $0.19 cents a share and also have uh, a shareholder entitlement offer on a one-for-eight shares basis to raise a further $13 million. This is all for 2024 working capital use, so very nicely successful there to push ahead with their vanadium and lithium and recycling strategies as well as other uh, opportunities. They did to pull away from their uh, from their uh, slag tails uh, business though uh, earlier uh, some weeks back though, so that won't be part of the mix uh, going forward. But they have plenty of other things uh, well underway. Uh, yeah, that is Aussie dollars, by the way, in case anybody gets a little bit confused. So it's not the biggest of fundraisers out there. But anyway, there we go. Let, why don't we uh, quickly talk about a, a much bigger fundraise, Paul? Um, uh, uh, blah, 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 Sigma Rock. I'll let you also fill in some details on that one, too. It's a big fundraising they've got going because they've got some deal targets in mind. Sigma Rock being the uh, M quoted. Uh, uh, listed aggregates uh, producer uh, both in the UK, Ireland, and onshore in Europe. And the deal targets uh, are sizable enough that they've had to come out with a new admission document as well as uh, uh, various sundry things. Uh, they were suspended for a while but are now trading again on AIM, and that document has been released for good shareholder review. Yeah, quite a good deal. Shows there is a little bit of life in the market. Uh, for what it's worth, uh, the administrators have been called in for Scott Gold, haven't they, Paul? That's the end of Scotland's uh, gold uh, rush, I suppose, is it? Well, it's the end of the, in the current uh, period, anyway, for the production side of gold out of Scotland, for sure, uh, as uh, that one just has not uh, uh, come up to... Um, snuff as far as being able to make money. Uh, the gold is still there in the ground, but it is uh, proving to be uh, harder to make uh, commercial there at that particular site specifically. So we'll see whether it gets revived in a more um, uh, uh, capable uh, management team uh, and operating model for that particular mine. Since it's fully permitted, it's in place and things like that. So we'll see what happens to it. A stronger gold price yeah. like this, around $2,000 and more, uh, means there will be interest in it. Yeah, it, it, Scotland isn't going to be going independent off the back of a new gold mining industry. Uh, it's, it's also worth just a little comment. There is other one other topic I want you to talk about, though, Paul. But a little comment. Breeding Group had... Uh, a trading update and they did talk about softer uk aggregates um so for the mining companies in the uk and, and aggregates companies just 
be aware a little bit of that, but um, it is obviously yep. with HS2 stopping that, that's going to weaken the whole aggregates market anyway, to be honest with you, because that was going to be a massive uh, consumer of UK aggregates. Uh, actually, what I want to you, um, Paul, uh, Lake Resources, uh, which is on the ASX, but we know it pretty well. We've followed it for a long time, done some work for them. Um, they came up with a massive increase, didn't they, in their in their resource? Obviously, it's in Argentina as well, so quite a lot of change taking place in Argentina at the moment. And this has been a real roller coaster. I mean, it been you know it went up to about two and a half dollars, now wiped down sort of down about ninety percent or something. Um, but they're also they've had issues, haven't they, with their LCE and that sort of stuff? Just talk us through all of that because I think it's quite an interesting case study. Yeah, the latest statement out uh, came out yesterday, Lake Resources, uh, with a big, big increase in the anticipated uh, lithium carbonate equivalent on their Kachi project in Catamarca province, a 250% increase in measured and indicated resources. We now can clearly see why they had to change the uh, DFS planning on this thing back 18 months ago. Uh, 7.3 million tons of lithium carbonate equivalent, and they will come out with a proven and probable reserve statement next month, uh, they say, as part of the DFS plan. Uh, the Adding in the inferred takes the total uh, anticipated lithium carbonate uh, content there in that Kachi reservoir to over 10 million tons, so it is uh, really one of the big uh, top-tier resource sizes out there now in lithium brines. But we now have a new uh, rather surprised far-right libertarian-leaning uh, policy uh, president in Argentina, so it'll be interesting to see how he fleshes out his own policy around uh, raw materials uh, and specifically uh, lithium, I think, going forward here. The extraction issues around Lake Resources uh, DLE project, too, have uh, caused uh, some concern both for the company and for the general investing public, uh, as uh, they there have been uh, questions on uh, just how... Um, uh, sustainable the uh, extraction uh, metallurgy uh, that they're trying to achieve there at uh, Lake uh, will be so uh, some uh, quite a bit of uncertainty yet around the story. Getting a bit faint there, Paul. Make sure you're talking to your computer. Uh, maybe um, that's probably actually that probably. But maybe just a final one because maybe you and Ollie discussed it yesterday. But you've been obviously at one to one resources. We've got. Mines and money, whatever it's called now, resources tomorrow coming up next week. But was there anything you saw that you would say, hey, that was a really interesting company? As far as new ones are concerned, or ones that have been following for a long time that got more or less resurrected or gotten a, a good appearance, we did talk about some yesterday, like Atlantic Lithium. But on the, I say, uh, I'm really uh, more interest I saw there at one to one. Uh, a good pickup in the graphite interest after this uh, China decision here just a couple of weeks ago. So international graphite, which is a, a project down in southern West Australia, is uh, one that I've uh, had some interest in for a little while, and that seems to be coming along. Okay, uh, we'll, we'll call it a day there, Paul, and turn up your volume perhaps uh, tomorrow. Thanks. Very good. See you then.